0: Love Talk Radio.
1: I'm going to talk to you today from the subject, a technique that does the trick. And remind you also that I don't let my subject interfere with what I have to say. A bit of definition for a moment. Let's define the word technique. Technique, a method of accomplishing a desired aim, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. Technique, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. So today I'm going to talk about a method and methods of achieving and maintaining health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. And of course, we're always talking about this. Because the science of living, as we call it, is a technology of living. And we're constantly giving you practical ways and means of accomplishing your good aims. I want to share with you this subject from a success idea by the same name, a technique that does the trick. And I want to talk about the success idea for just a moment. Notice. Everything in your life comes from the ideas in your mind. And you're never going to get any further in life than the ideas in your mind. And each month, I publish what I call a spoonful of positive ideas for you to feed to your mind, to nourish it, so that it will be strong in achieving the purpose that you desire. A success idea can take anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to read. But when you take this extra time each day to read and to study and to contemplate upon a powerful idea, it will make a difference in your life. Because again, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In this success idea, technique that does the trick, I refer to a very interesting technique used by a very rich and successful man, the way he begins his day. I didn't name him in the success idea, but I'll tell you who he is now. It's W. Clement Stone. And he uses the term PMA, positive mental attitude. And it is said that he begins his day every day by saying, I feel good, I feel great, I feel terrific. And I'm sure that if some purely intellectual people were to hear a grown man, a business executive, a multi-millionaire going around shouting, I feel great, I feel good, I feel terrific, they'd probably say, well, you know, maybe we'd better commit him. He's old and senile. But more than that, for years, Mr. Stone, in his organizational meetings and salesmen's meetings, he would teach his sales staff and his organizational people to sing that old Sunday school song, I feel the joy, 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 down in my heart. And all of this, which I'm explaining, is the technique by which one pumps up his feelings. And may I say to you that you should make it a practice every day, and especially in the mornings, to pump up your feelings. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. I want to repeat it again. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. If listening to a particular piece of music makes you feel better, that too is a spiritual mental technique. So many times, you know, people divide between the so-called spiritual and the secular without really understanding the mind science behind things. And may I say to you, whatever is good and right, and it does not hurt you, and it does not harm anyone else, But it helps you to lift up your feeling nature. That is a good spiritual technique. Wherever people get together and rejoice, that's good. That's a good spiritual mental technique for lifting up your feelings. And, of course, this is really the meaning in the Bible where Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. You see, the serpent crawls on its belly. And the belly represents the feeling nature. And you should not go through life crawling on your belly. In other words, with your feelings low. Feeling low. And you remember, for the healing of the people, Moses was instructed to make a brazen serpent and hold it up. And everyone who would look up would be healed and would live. Again, as I said, it really means that we're not to go through life crawling in our feeling nature. But we are rather to lift up our feeling nature to lift up our hearts, to lift up our minds, to lift up our emotions. And we ought to do those things which do not harm us and which do not harm anybody else, which help to lift up our feeling nature. You've got to learn how to be high on happiness. A wonderful television minister in this area preached a sermon, I believe, once on television. That was the title of it, How to Be High on Happiness Every Day. So every day you should ride a mighty high. You should lift up the serpent, lift up your feelings. Again, that beautiful psalm bespeaks this when it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. And whatever makes you feel low, like a serpent crawling on its belly, you should leave it alone and lift up your feelings. You should not even go back into your past. And think upon those bad experiences in the past that make you feel low. Stop thinking about that dirty deal that that SOB did you last year. (laughs) It makes you feel low. Be careful how you read that newspaper. For God's sake, don't listen to that news before you go to sleep. That 11 o'clock news will give you a lethal dose of bad vibrations. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That whosoever believeth in him should live. Again, to define the technique that I'm talking about, it's a technique of lifting up your feelings. You know, I told you that life meets you like you meet life. You see, and you should meet life with a feeling of joy, a feeling of happiness, a feeling of the expectation of good. You know, some of you are are like Brother Job, Sometimes in preaching on Job, the fundamentalist minister would use the subject, why do the righteous suffer? In other words, that's what they're trying to find. Why do good people suffer? And as I've told you, and it bears repeating here, you can be morally straight but mentally crooked, and you'll suffer. You can be morally and ethically straight and correct. But if you do not know how to positively relate to your emotions, the processes of your mind, you will suffer. And this is what happened to Job. I wondered what happened to him too. (laughs) And then I listened to him. As I told you, when people talk to me now about whatever the problem is, This is why I don't talk to, I don't have long sessions talking to people about their problems anymore. In the first place, within the first few seconds, I can tell what, why they're having those problems. And one of the reasons they're having those problems is because they think about them and talk about them. And when you think about your problem all the time and talk about it all the time, this feeds it. It gets bigger and eats you up. I listened to Job. And I heard him say, the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. So that's what got Job, the thing. So he didn't even know what the hell it was. (laughs) Just like some of you, you don't know why the hell you feel so bad. But you're going around crawling on your belly, feelings dragging in the dirt. Go to the psychiatrist for 10 years and pay him umpteen thousand dollars, and he still doesn't know. And these psychiatrists, they have to find some techniques also, you know, to throw off that stuff you put on them. I can tell you a little about this, it's been, it's been my pleasure to share with the psychiatrists at Harvard Medical School, Department of Psychiatry in Boston. One of my friends, a psychiatrist, told me that at their last convention, the psychiatrist drank more liquor than any convention in the history of that hotel. I won't tell you what city and what hotel. Now, that technique is not a technique that works. This is
0: Hindsight Radio. I represent the information station changing the nation.
2: (laughs) we <laughs>
0: God, you're listening to Hindsight Radio. Notice this broadcast is protected by the supreme power and creator of all things great and small. Furthermore. This broadcast is also protected pursuant to the First Amendment of the United States of America Constitution, 1789, Revised 1992. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Joshua 1.8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Hi, right, peace everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of True Tuesday with your host Hakeem L here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. Man, whoo um hang on y'all. Uh I, can can y'all hear me good? I gotta do quick, quick. Get some lighting in here. All right, here we
2: go.
0: Notice. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Bro- Let's read that. There we go. All right. Uh, you had to get the lighting wasn't quite right. All right, uh, thanks for tuning in again. Hope everybody's doing good. Me and my family, we're doing great. We just got back from doing another fabulous and insightful seminar in New York. Shouts out to Ahmed and his family uh, for the hospitality and uh, uh, putting that together. And also, shouts out, they had a barbecue get-together after the event. That was, I couldn't, unfortunately, I couldn't stay because we had to fly out. The the, the get-together was supposed to be the day before, but the weather was looking strange, so it was moved to the next day. But I, I, I'm thankful that I got to spend a little bit of time. Food was great. Uh, the company was good. Um, what did we do? You know, we, we got there on Friday. We spent the time at the Al Gawquin Hotel in uh, Times Square, New York City. That's a historic hotel, the Al Gawquin Hotel. And if if you don't know about Algonquin, Algonquin is one of the nations, the Native American nations, uh, names. And it was two doors down, two or three doors down from the Iroquois Hotel. <laughs> they're letting you know who who the originals, who 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 ran and owned all of that stuff. You know, they're letting you know that. Um, so. You gotta study history. Pay attention. And what I mean by study history, don't you're not gonna learn this stuff in school. You're gonna have to search these archives and basically look at what's in front of you. If you go New York City they got a bunch of old ancient buildings and that <laughs> I never noticed. I grew up there and never noticed these buildings before. And now that my mind is in tune with that, you know the energy of my thoughts is in tune with that. I see it now all over. So give me one second, let me uh, get my camera together here. A little focus. Um You know, I, I'm a one man show producer. <laughs> uh so it was amazing to be in a hotel with all that history. I showed a few pictures from inside the hotel a couple i didn't I didn't uh, put too many up there um just to show you give you a sample of what what what's right in front of us. They've been lying to us they've been lying to us about a history. They do not want you to know who you are and if you notice in the video I played um At the end, I showed you all of the black Madonnas or the ebony Madonnas, the Native American uh, Madonnas, the Native Madonnas, the real Madonnas, and they were all dark. I was reading something funny when they were talking about why are they all dark? Oh, because the weather, Just they came up with some nonsense. They do not want to give the sisters credit for who they really are. What they want to give them credit for is this stuff, these rappers, Cardi B, just Megan Thee Stallion, all these. They want want to give the sisters credit for that type of garbage. They don't want to give credit that this world used to worship the woman of color, or as they would call it, the black woman. Used to worship her. (laughs) Used to worship her womb. Go down there, that hole they got in the wall down there, I think that's in Jerusalem somewhere. That's a womb, black woman's womb. (laughs) Yeah. They worship the sisters. Unfortunately, they got our sisters distracted away from who they really are. They don't know this. That's why I took, took the time to show all of those different images. Of and I, that's just a that's just a handful that I put up there. It's thousands of images of different Black Madonnas out there, and a lot of them hold on the the baby, which is supposed to be the Messiah. And even you know, just to, they try to whitewash it by saying, "Oh, that's you know Madonna and, and and Mary two different things." They try to change it up, but as long as we are distracted away into the garbage that they want us to follow. We never know the truth of what's really going on. A sister, the woman of color, is, has been worshipped and still is worshipped. All of the booty implants and breast implants and all this stuff. And, and Why? I'm confused. Why do our sisters try to look like them? And they're trying to look like you. You see Anyway What do I want to talk to you about Um, Okay it's uh, What is it July the 5th Five days into July already How many days left 26 days Left in the month Uh, Before long It'll be 10 days last. I mean shoot, this this these these days are going by fast, these weeks, these months. So before, you know, we'll be doing a New Year's ritual again, writing down our goals for the coming year again. We'll be doing that. And I look forward to that. I'm seriously considering considering doing something special this year, for 2022 to bring in 2023 half the year has gone I'm working on the other half so i got to i won't reveal what i'm thinking about but um i i'm i got to make it happen i got to put start putting it together now like i'm actually thinking about doing a seminar prior to the new year i actually got to look at what what is the what date does that fall on what day? Oh, uh, New Year's is on a Sunday. Wow, that's that's actually works out pretty good. Of course, we're gonna. I gotta be careful what I say because we got copycats and haters that be trying to emulate me. Cause y'all know I'm a trailblazer, right? I set the path. I set the pace. So you guys got to get on the ball with the things that you want to do. If you want change to happen in your life, you're going to have to change your your habits. If you got bad habits, you're going to have to change those bad habits if you want change. If you want to be bigger and better than you were the day before, you have to do things different than the day before. You cannot expect to get better results doing the same thing you did before. You cannot expect prosperity if you think in poverty. Poverty is not a badge of honor, as some people uh, like to think. The religious leaders and rulers are telling y'all, "Oh, just wait, God is going to fix it. He's going to give you everything. Don't, don't. Your day is coming." No, your day has already come. It's here. It's here now. All you have to do is reach out and grab it, touch it, pick it up. And if you noticed um, in my, let me see. Broadcast is protected in, by the Supreme. Every time I played it, Joshua 1A, I had to do that to you know what I was going to do. Joshua one eight. This is what you got to do. Here, Joshua 1.8 says, um, it says, it says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. All right, this book, the Bible, is a guide on how to be successful. It really is. It's not all what they taught you, just wait on God and do all these things. This book teaches you how to set up a trust. This teaches you how to operate in commerce. It also teaches you that you can't go around just talking to anybody about what you know. Because here in Proverbs, chapter 23, it says, Speak not in the ears of a fool, he will despise the wisdom of thy words. What we're doing is we're getting all this good knowledge and then we're trying to take it to fools. And what I mean by fools is people that are totally not ready for what you have to say. They don't want to hear it. No, all they want to hear is, some get-rich-quick scheme, or they want to talk about sports, or they want to talk about some drama that's going on in the world. They're not wanting to talk about how to take some of the principles in these sacred texts, because just like this, the Bible, you know, this is a hybrid, this is an extrapolation from other sacred texts. Uh, you can go to the Quran. In other books, and find basically the same information on how to walk, how to how to uh, conduct yourselves in business. When I when I looked like this, when I when I owned the bar- barbershop in South Carolina, the owner of the, the convenience store right next door to it, he was Hindu, and he applied his information from his sacred text. He had all of his deities around his register he burned incense every morning to whatever deity he was you know trying to get to do something for him he showed honor to his traditions and guess what his store is still there it's still successful what are you doing when you get up in the morning what who are you showing honor to who are you giving um, what are you doing? What rituals are you doing in the morning when you get up? Is it the ritual of grabbing your phone? Is it the ritual of thinking about your problems and worrying about uh, whether you're going to pay a bill? Because that's a ritual. And if you continue the ritual of worrying about your bills, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to be able to pay the bills. You're not always going to be in a constant of panic, constant state of stress, anxiety, because you believe that it's hard to pay your bills. I know what some would say to me, oh, is my job only pays this much. So yeah, I, 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 it is hard for me to pay the bills. No, your job only pays you that much because that's the job you chose to accept That's a contract you accepted. That's why it only pays you this much. And you picked a job that did not pay enough to cover your expenses. So that means you got to do more or go after more. Why pick something that's not going to pay your bills? And sometimes you get a job to pay your bills, but then you increase your expenses, you try to live beyond your means, and then that became, creates another problem. Really. All of these jobs, all of the money you have is just a result of your own mindset. It's how you think. What you believe is what's giving you that paycheck. You believe that's what you deserve. You believe that's all you can have. No, this is the only job out there. Yes, you're right. It is the only job out there for you because that's what you believe. That's what you're into. That's the contract. Remember, contracts are just not signed on paper. Contracts are signed spiritually too. They're signed through the energy and the thoughts of your mind. What you sign on to, what you believe in, is a signed contract. It's a deal with the universe to keep giving you more of the same. You made a deal soon as you signed off and said, I'll accept it. And that's what the universe gave you. That's what the spirit gave you. The spirit of God, whatever you want to call it. The energy. The energy you're emitting out. What you believe you can have. How big you can get. What kind of house you can have. What kind of car. You have adopted and accepted that as your plight, you accepted that, everything. You believe that you can only make a certain amount of money. You believe that this is the only job you can have. You have not opened your mind up to the possibilities. You also believe that if you you have to hold on to this job to be safe in order to survive. I know plenty of people with talent. And I see it. I can see it clearly that they can do more. But no matter what I say to them, it's just like the scripture I just read. Speak not into the in the ears of fool, for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. <laughs> they, they don't believe you when you say you're bigger than that, you're better than that. They don't believe it. They will despise you because why? They have foolish thinking. They, The foolish thinking is that you can't do more, that you can't change your situation or the belief of it's too hard. I always use this example of when Peter saw Christ walking on water and Christ said, come on, let's do it. And he did it for a time, and then he saw a storm, and then he thought there was a problem. He thought it was hard, and he started to sing. That's that's most people. They go to church on a weekly basis, and they feel like they can walk on water when they get to church. They have this, because the, the choir singing, and the preacher's yelling, and motivating them. Boom. For a time, they feel like they can walk on water while they're in the church. As soon as they leave, they start to sing. Why? Because the preacher didn't give them one thing, didn't tell them one thing, that the power of all of their desires lies within them. God works through them, not outside of them, through their power. You have to connect to the source. You got to plug in to the source. See, they got the church folks thinking that, no, plug into my church. And that's the answer. No. You, as an individual, have to plug into the source. The God, the divinity within you. Plug into that. You have to look within. That's where you place the plug at. Inside of you. Not outside of you. Because if you plug it outside of you, someone could just unplug it. Take it away. Take it away from you. You give the power to someone else to disconnect your source. And you never get the full power of who you are because you're working through someone else's energy or power. You see? You have to connect to your source. You are an unlimited power source. You are the unlimited source of divinity within you. Unlimited. There's no stopping that. The only thing that stops you is you, your thinking, your thoughts, your desires, your limited thinking. So you have to switch to being limited to unlimited, and you have to constantly tell yourself that every day. Because why? We live in a in a dimension that is naturally negative. It is dominate is. Dominating thought, padding—I wouldn't even say naturally, unnaturally negative—but the dominant mindset is negative. The dominant mindset is no, you can't. That's why so many, so few people can make it. The scripture said, broader and spacious is the road that leads us to discuss destruction, and many find it cramped and narrow." Is the road that we leads off to everlasting life or unlimited abundance and very few find it and a lot of them just kind of fall off while they're on it. Why? Because it takes work to keep your mind on track. We live in a world where they're just putting out distractions like I started off talking about. All of these there was a time on this planet where they worshiped the black woman, bowed down to her. But now they twisted that around and they got her worshiping them and got her thinking less of herself. That she got to change her looks to fit in. What that is, that is an idea too. That's an idea. It's a program someone is programming that, putting that program out there, but it's still a contract. You have to accept it and believe in it. And And the only way anything works is if you accept it, if you believe in it, if you operate in the power of whatever that idea is. That's the only way it works. So somewhere you got to take accountability that those programmers are just set there for you to accept and pick and say, I want that, I believe that, I'll do that. They're just out there. They're not forced into your head. No one's tying you down and making you believe these things. You believe them because you, you know, could be because based on your background, how you was raised. Still, you accepted it. At some point, you get older and you start to realize, wait a minute, all of this, this stuff that I've accepted, is it really working for me? Is it really make, getting me to where I want to be? And if it's not, if you feel like it's not getting where you where you want to be, that means you have to destroy, discard anything that's not connected to where you say you wanted to be. You have to get rid of it. There's no keeping just a little bit of it. You got to trash it. In order for me to be where I am right now, I had to discard all of the programming I received from the time I was a kid. How did discard it? I had to get rid of it and start from scratch. Start from the beginning and say to myself, I know nothing. It's time for me to learn something new. That's what... Cause me to make get to where I am now. If I come in, if you come into this situation and say, well, I know it all and I don't need anything else, but then you're going to always have what you always had. You're going to always have the same job. You're always going to make the same money. You're always going to, you know, if it's poverty you got now, you're going to always going to keep it. You don't want, What I'm saying is keep whatever you want to keep, but accept that that's what you signed on for. Don't complain about it. Don't complain about your paycheck when you're accepting that paycheck for what it is. No use in complaining. If you feel like it's not enough money, do something about it. Get up. Change. See, some of the biggest opportunities came from in my life is when I just trashed it, let it go. I quit. And I went for it. I had a little financial hard times. Bills still got paid. But it paid off in the long run. And each year it gets better. Each year. So you can do it. You can change your life. You can be bigger than what you were yesterday. You could have. Like I said in the seminar, everybody is here to do something special. Everybody here has something special to offer their fellow man, everyone. The difference in is some people know they have a gift to share, and they share it. Some people know they have a gift to share, and too afraid to share it. And some people just plain don't know because they still believe in what someone else told them what their gift is or what they should be doing. Which, which, in what category do you fit in? I believe that most people fit in the second one I mentioned, that you know you have a gift, but you're too afraid to put it out there because you're afraid of what people think. That's why I think most people fit, right in that space. I don't think, because I know that everyone is divinity, I don't believe that there are many people in that third category that are just totally unconscious that they have a gift to share. that they that there's something special about them. I, I don't, I can't buy that one. I believe, and I know because of where we come from and who we are, that you know you are special, you know you are divine, but you're too afraid to let it show, because you believe that someone might criticize you. Someone might not appreciate it. They might say something crazy, and you you, you you shrink back because you don't want that conflict, but you still get in conflict with yourself. Every day you wake up and you're not doing what you're here to do you've you got a you' got a war going on with yourself, a war of staying away from being depressed and having anxiety chase you down every day. yeah, you're at war with yourself, so I would rather have the conflict from people saying something outside of me that I can just totally dismiss than what that war going on between myself that I'm not doing what I need. That's the toughest war you could fight. That's the toughest battle. Is that inner voice telling you, "Get up, you're special, be bigger than what you were yesterday," and you ignoring that voice, putting it to the side and saying, "Oh, I can't do that. I gotta pay bills. I I I got kids. I got a family." I don't have enough time. Just making excuses. And every day you wake up and you're not moving in your divinity, you're not moving in your calling. You don't get that back. There's no press rewind and redo. It's not. A, it's not like a video game. You get started all over and start from the beginning. One of the most valuable assets you got is your time. You cannot get it back. And every day, every second, you're moving towards an expiration date of this physical body. And then you're going to return to the source. You're going to turn to pure light. You're going to return to energy. And guess what? You got to do it all over again. You got to come back and try to remember that gift and You got to put it out there. It's going to, you're going to do it. It's going to take you probably many lifetimes to do it. (laughs) You can ignore it now, but you you can't, your purpose. There's no running from it. I came to that realization many years ago. And I stopped running from the purpose. And I said, I'm going to do my purpose. Let me get it done now so I can move on to the next level. The next challenge that I have to, overcome the next adventure let me do it now let me perfect my gifts now because that's all you have is now that's all you got there's no tomorrow there's no yesterday those are all figments of our imagination yesterday is gone (laughs) it's just an idea of what happened what you believed happened and then Tomorrow is just a figment of your imagination, what you hope to happen. What are you hoping for? What are you reflecting on the past for? What about dealing with what you have in front of you, dealing with all of the goods and desires, the things you can do? You can get up right now and do something good for yourself. Do something fulfilling. I'm sure sometime today something came across your mind that you would do that would uplift you, and you decided to put it off. You let a phone. You know what I notice? Whenever I try to do something big or change and do something, make a change, the phone rings. Email comes through. Those are tests. Because, see, the adversary always has to come through to try to test the see how serious you are. Because to move in the energy of your power, you have to be ready because you're going to be influencing a lot of people. So the adversary is always going to come in and try to distract you. And when I talk about the adversary, I'm not talking about Satan, devil, and all these figments, He's, you know, this so-called enemy that's coming at No. The enemy is that lower consciousness of you that comes in To pull you back down to hell. the hell within you. See, heaven and hell resides in you. You choose to be where you want to be. You choose to be in hell. And then being in hell is having those lower consciousness thinking thoughts of I can't. This is not working. Hate. I'm broke. Everybody's against me. Those are hell. That's hell. Heaven is, people are just people. I don't have any judgment against them. Let them be who, you, who they are. I'm just going to continue to be the divine nature that I was created to be. Looking past all of those things. Looking over those things. And continue to move in your gift of divinity. See, that's heaven. And always trying to stay in a constant state of love, peace, happiness, joy. Isn't that what children do? They're always looking for that constant source of entertainment, love, peace, and joy. They, they, the things that children look for is camaraderie. They see other children. They want to play with them and get to know them and be friends and share experiences with them That's children. They just have pure fun without judgment. Those are children. That's what Christ was talking about. If you could be like these little ones, then you could enter the kingdom of heaven. Children are always in a constant state of trying to stay in heaven. But it's us adults that try to bring them down to hell. No, don't do that. Don't play with that one. He's bad. She's this. He's good. He's that. Giving them all of these negative thoughts putting up all these roadblocks to their path to divinity. And before you know it, by the time they be seven, eight years old, you got them. They believe that they're in hell figuratively. They don't know it's hell because no one defined it that way, but that's where they go. That's where you take them. You keep them in the the, in the, the, the bowels of hell in these hellish thoughts that we give these children to believe in. Right now, we're living in a world where people <laughs> don't want to, they don't even want to call themselves what they was created to be. And they get mad when the consequences of those ideas that they bought onto bite them in the ass. See, it's us that messed up the children. We as adults, thinking we know everything. And we were teaching them from a perspective of hell, not a perspective of heaven. That's what we did. And once we recognize that that's what we're doing, we could change that. We could, wait a minute, teach these children how to stay in heaven. Hey, you are nothing but a divine manifestation of God. God works through you. Everything that you are is God, and you're here to let that light shine and that's it. all right, with that being said, who's out there let's see let's see. we got oh uh, Yazi Yebe peace. Hindsight Radio said, peace, prosperity, extreme wealth to all. DJB Thunder says, evening, everyone. Corinne says, happy Tuesday. Faithful listener. Angel Racino, greetings from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, USA, Republic. Peace. Darren Telly said, peace. And Spot 816 says, peace. Thank you for joining all you. you. Uh, now, if you guys want to share in the conversation, got some thoughts to share with me, there's the number 563 3615 Press the one to speak to the host, which is me. Um, if you don't have nothing to say, I'll just move on. I was going to touch, you know, I need to clarify this, BSC. confused. they still confused. And I understand why you're confused. It's very simple. Why you're confused. Let me get my power drink in. This drink right here is grapefruit juice, oranges, lemons, with uh tonic water with the uh, no sugar tonic water, uh, with uh, quinine in it. I put I take four um grapefruits four oranges four lemons cut them up squeeze all the juices into the pot and i throw all of the the rinds and all into the pot Pour about three liters of the tonic water with the guanine no sugar uh one in there and i boil that for two hours or well, i let it simmer for two hours i don't really let it get to a full boil i just let it simmer for two hours and i cool it down And I used to pour it back into the bottles Of the tonic water But that's plastic And I didn't want to put that that warm water in there Because you know it's going to strip off the plastic And be drinking that So I went and bought uh, The big mason jars The half gallon mason jars And that's why I store it in the glass And it actually tastes different now That I'm drinking it out of the glass It tastes a lot different And here it is, I'm going to drink some Tastes really good. Yeah, my wife, she don't like the smell of it when it's cooking for some reason. Um, she doesn't like it, but when I drink it, it tastes good. And um, and it, it keeps that's it's packed with vitamin C. That is going to keep your immune system strong. And you're going to need your immune system to be strong because out there. You're going to be coming in contact with a lot of people, people who got vaxxed and, un, you know, and get that shedding. You got to keep your immune system up. Uh, So, clarify the DS-11. Let's do that. Let's clarify the DS-11. Remember, the number is going across the stream, five six three nine 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 three six one five. Press 1. You got something to say. You don't have nothing to say? That's okay too After I do this little short lesson I'm out After I pull this up With this short lesson It's going to be very powerful for you Let's pull it up Pull it up And then share the screen Share screen Let's see Chrome tab DS11. Bam. Bam. All right, this is the DS11. Let me make it a little bigger. Let's go down to here. I might have pointed this out before. I pointed it out in the seminar. These are some of the things I teach in the seminar. And I'm always reading this. It's oath. It's oath. And what I pointed out in the seminar, whenever you go to get your passport, they only read from two to five. They'll say, the statements made on the application are true and correct. I have not knowingly and willfully made false statements or included false documents in support of this application. The photograph attached to this application is genuine. Current photograph of me and five. I have read and understood the warning on page four of the instructions to application. To the application form, they get, there's a warning on page four. Yeah, you understood it. That's what it's saying. What is that warning on page four? Let's see. Page four. Go down. Find it. Warning. This is the warning. False statements made knowingly and willfully in password applications, including the affidavits of a document submitted to support this application, are punishable by fine or imprisonment under U.S. law, including provisions of 18 U.S.C. 1001, 18 U.S.C. 1542, and or 18 U.S.C. 1621. Alterations or mutil- mutilations of a passport issued pursuant to this application is punishable by fine and or imprisonment under the provisions of 18 U.S.C. 1543. Use of a passport in violation of restrictions contained herein or passport regulations is punishable by fine and or imprisonment under 18 U.S.C. 1544. All statements and documents are subject to verification. Failure to provide information on this form, including your Social Security may result in significant processing delays and or denial of your application. So this is basically saying that if you submit false stuff, they can charge you with a crime if you lie. So when you do your passport the way I teach and they accept it. They're accepting that as truth, and they send you your, your passport. That's confirmation right there to tell you that they believe what you're saying. When you tell them that you're not a U.S. citizen in that affidavit, that you're not a state citizen, you're none of those things, they take that and you still get issued. I got issued mine and plenty of people got their issue that. So they're telling you false. So you didn't make, you're making false statements when you said you're a U.S. citizen. But before I get to that, let's go read this oath. But they ain't charging you for that. Why? Because that lie benefits them. It benefits them. For you to be seen as a U.S. citizen, not as an American national or a New Yorker or a, or a North Carolinian, that benefits them because that puts you square in their jurisdiction of control. Okay? Now, the part they don't read to you is, I declare under penalty of perjury all of the following... I am a citizen or a non-citizen national of the United States and have not performed any of the acts listed under action conditions on page four, Is page four again, of the instructions of this application unless explanatory statements. So it's basically, I've said this a million times, that if you don't include explanatory statements and you don't go to ask conditions and follow the instructions there, you are a citizen or non-citizen national of the United States. And there is another name for those titles, citizen and non-citizen national. There's another name, and it's written in the Articles of Confederation. But first, for me to help you understand that, before I go to the Articles of Confederation and show you that, what citizen and non-citizen national really mean, let's read what it says in the asking condition. Let's read what it says. Um, Hang on. Here it is. This is the new application. Don't panic. Not You know, no big deal. None of this stuff they do is a big deal to me. Never is. It's always an out. Always. Action conditions. If any of the below mentioned action conditions have been performed by or applied to the applicant. Let's see. Let me read it again. If any of the below-mentioned action conditions have been performed by or applied to the applicant, a supplementary explanatory statement under oath of affirmation by the applicant should be attached and made a part of this application. So it's saying that whatever is in this second paragraph, if it applies to you, you need to have an explanatory statement. Under oath of affirmation, is submitted with the application. So it's saying... I have not been convicted of a federal or state drug offense, or convicted of a statutory sex tourism crime, and I am not the subject of an outstanding federal, state, or local warrant of arrest for a felony. A criminal court order forbidding my departure from the United States, or a subpoena received from the United States in a matter involving federal prosecution for or grand jury investigation of a felony. So it's saying if you have not had any of these problems state here, you must include a supplementary explanatory statement under oath and affirmation. See people read this, well that don't apply to me, I gotta do nothing. No, it it does apply to you if you have not been convicted of a federal drug offense, State, federal or a state federal sex tort- if you have not been convicted of sex tourism crime. If you don't have any outstanding warrants from the federal state or local or you're not involved in any prosecution or grand jury investigation under any subpoenas, if you don't have any other problems, you need to be included in the explanatory statement. Because if you don't do any of that, this oath is saying that you are a citizen or non-citizen national in the United States. You don't put that. And you have no rights. You have no, none, nada, no rights, none. Now, here's the big bang. Here's the big the, the, the big deal. Why is it important to include these explanatory statements? Why? Because I, when I started out saying... A citizen or a non-citizen national has another name. A citizen or a non-citizen national of the United States, they are called something else, and they're written into the Articles of Confederation. I'll show you. Y'all know they're going to have a ton of videos trying to repeat and regurgitate what I'm saying. They're going to have a ton of videos doing that. But that's okay. Let them do it. They still won't know why? Because they're blind and they can't see. They can't see what I see. I'm only right now touching the surface. I'm only giving you what the Spirit is telling me to tell you. But it runs deeper. All right. This is the article of Confederation that tells you, let's just read. To all to all whom these presents shall come, we the undersigned delegates of the states affixed to our names send greeting. Articles of Confederation and perpetual union between the states of New Hampshire, Massachusetts Bay, Rhode Island, and Providence Plantations, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. These are the ones who set this up the style of this confederacy shall be the united states of america each state retains its sovereignty freedom independence and every power jurisdiction and right which is not by this confederation expressly delegated to the united states and congress assembled i had to break this down the united states is this when they're assembled united states That's when it's working. That's when it's operating. When they're not assembled, the United States is not there. And it says again, I'm going to read again, each state retains its sovereignty, freedom, and independence in every power, jurisdiction, and rights, and rights, all their rights, which is not by this confederation expressly delegated to the United States in the. In Congress assemble so it's saying that they retain everything if it's not expressed in this document they retain it all right so basically this is an express trust yes this document is an express trust which they you know you have people trying to I'm gonna create this express stress express stress is just simply something that states the rules, the re- regulations, how it's going to operate in the document. This is an expression. This, you see it? Expressly delegated to the United States of China. All right. Number three, this, the said states. Now, you notice how it said each state, lowercase. Then it says the said states, which is they're talking about these up here. Up here it said delegates of the states when they were talking about states they were talking about on the individual level meaning each individual retains its sovereignty, freedom and independence in every power jurisdiction and right which is not by this Confederacy, especially delegated in the United States they're talking about you, the person the natural person the God-born, divine you. That's what they're talking about. Now, the set states hereby severally enter into a firm league of friendship with each other for their common defense, the security of their liberties, and their mutual and general welfare, binding themselves to assist each other against all force offered to or a tax made upon them, or any of them on account of religion, sovereignty, trade, or any other pretense for the better secure and perpetuate mutual friendship and intercourse among the people of the different states in this union, the free inhabitants, free inhabitants of each of these states, free inhabitants, they're talking about you, free inhabitants, Of each of these states, paupers, vagabonds, and fugitives from justice accepted shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of free citizens in the several states. Whoa. Did y'all see what just happened here? Right there. They said paupers, vagabonds, and fugitives from justice accepted. So let's go back to the DS-11. I wasn't sharing my screen. I was just reading. Let me let me share this. I gotta, my bad. I didn't share the screen while I was reading that. I got, I got caught up. Let's share the screen again because I need y'all to see this. Chrome tab. Avalon. Boom. This is where I was talking about each state. It changes up when I'm talking about the individual, the natural person. That's what they're talking about. And over here, it's talking about baggage bonds and fugitives from justice accepted, meaning that these people do not have any rights, right? Because right after that, it says, shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of free citizens in the several states, and the people of each state shall free ingress and regress to and." From any other state and shall enjoy therein all privileges of trade and commerce subject to the same duties and position and restrictions as the inhabitants thereof, respectively, and so on and so forth. But let's go back to what I'm highlighting here. Paupers, vagabonds, fugitives, justice, justice, So, it was always curious to me why that was in there. And then it was always curious to me this part. Section 4, let me go back to Sharon again, the DS-11. They put this, I have not been convicted of a federal state drug offense, blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. They said fugitive from justice, vagabonds, paupers. Didn't I just tell y'all, I just said to you that the other definition for these people right here is fugitives, for de- justice, paupers, and vagabonds. They don't have any rights. They are subject. Because what I just read, let's let's go back. I got to go back. I got to show you this. I got to make this connection so you can see. I They just said right at the top, right here, It said each state, each person, each individual, each natural person, each sovereign person, each state retains its sovereignty, freedom, and independence of every power, jurisdiction, and right, which is not by this confederation expressly delegated to the United States and Congress assembled. So I just told you this was expressed. So they just expressed in here who Congress had the control over expressly delegated. So they're accepted. Fall up under United States Congress. You're not giving an explanatory statement letting them know that you don't you don't have those problems. If you're not doing that then you're assumed to be a pauper, a vagabond. A fugitive from justice. Because it's telling you in the application that you need to do this. If it applies to you. And this applies to mostly everyone. They don't have these issues. I know the question. Oh, what if I did get convicted? No, they talking about if you paid your dues, you good. Now, with a drug offense, you just let them know you still get your passport. But you still better have an explanatory statement stating who you are. And I know, oh, who am I? No, that's that's for my private class. So you want to know who you are? Uh, com. So get in that membership, $1,500 for a year. I've been talking about going up, and I am going to go up. I ain't pulled the trigger. It's going to be real soon. It's going up. It's so much content in there now. I got to go up. And things have changed, things have evolved, people are getting uh you know, getting their results. Won't go into any details. But people get results. But anyway, there you go. There you have it. I just broke that down. And we're gonna see a million videos about that. <laughs> They're gonna be like, Yeah, yeah, this is what you gotta know, this is what you gotta know and never give credit over here. So what? <laughs> And they still ain't gonna explain it, right? They're gonna confuse the hell out of people. That's what's gonna happen. And then they're gonna be getting consultation with me. It's always this. It That's cool. It just they just make they just bring me business when they do that.
1: Alright.
0: What is it? 815 i thirteen? I'm gonna get off early then. Nobody wants to talk to me. I don't know how I should feel about that. Nobody wanna call in and talk. That's fine. Alright, let's go back to the chat. Let's see what y'all saying. If you like what you heard, what's the unrecognizable name you put in the drink? Would you please unrecognizable name? What the hell is that unrecognizable name? What are you talking about? You mean quinine? You go get you go get Tonic, water, tonic, it's right there on the on the front of the bottles. It's quinine. Jason Bay, Peace from Vegas. Hey, I thought you wanted to put something together out there in Vegas. I'm ready to come back. Um, some new people came in. Troy A. Jackson came in. Jay Butterfly said, Peace, hit the like button. Yes, follow directions. Hit the like button. Yeah, I forgot to share the screen. Okay, my bad. But I broke it down. Y'all were here. Go back to blog talk. Well, since y'all don't want to share nothing, I didn't did my preaching for the day. I didn't did my lesson for the day. So I'm gonna sign off, and I'm gonna sign off. Bye. Given my full disclosures once again, so my, have I ever did a FOIA to confirm you? See, that's someone that don't study what I study. I tell people right on the internet how to get the, and it. And so let me let me fix this this FOIA thing. It's not FOIA. It's just getting the certified copy of your application that you put in. That's something for your Freedom of Information. You don't need a Freedom of Information to get your stuff that you submitted. Freedom of information is you to get somebody else's stuff to see what they did, getting permission to do that. That's freedom. In- you don't need freedom of information to get a certified copy of your own application that you submitted. Okay, go back and watch all my Go back to the beginning. Watch those videos. I know you don't know any better to even ask that question. Yes, well I, seminar, I used to show y'all my certified copy of my my uh, application showing what my status is. I don't need a certified copy of my application to see a, see my status. If I submit my documents and they give me my passport, that's all I need. They didn't turn it down. And your status is always on the passport. I'm born in New York. It says New York, USA is my nationality. What do you, what else? Go study, go read my other, uh, look at my other videos. I didn't explained that so many times. Uh, working on it. All right, let me know, bro. I'm ready to come. Come out there, brother. I'm ready to do it. Uh, can you use a foreign EIN in place of a on a job application? Hell no, you get in trouble. Anytime you have a job, they're looking for that U.S. citizen. Okay. And um, that's U.S. citizen territory. So you got to kind of give them a uh, – I'll tell you what I know. When people have done that, the job comes back and say, hey, this is not your social." Some people kept their job. Some people didn't keep their job. just depend on the mood of the, the employer. Because you, when you put that, write that down, you're saying that that's a social. That's kind of lying on. That's kind of it is lying on the application, All right? Did yeah, I do it? <laughs> I have a lot of idea, AK. Yeah, I tell you what, AK. How about you go into somebody else's chat? Go. I got time for all that. You, if you know something, go go teach it on your channel. Darren Teller says, I'm a truck driver. How do I correct my status on the application the same way everybody else do? Uh, you can either go on my website and get the webinar, Passport Webinar 2, or join our membership for a year, and I'll show you exactly how you do it. All right? There you go. Some shitty said he came in late. I guess I'm just answering questions by way of the chat. I'll take, I take some questions. SS-5. I don't know what that... you say saying SS-5 question mark. I don't know what
2: that that means.
0: Got to be specific. Oh. No questions? All right, well. Who else we got, man? People just piling on. I just... Y'all would like to get in late. I done did the lesson, everything. Y'all gonna have to go back. <laughs> when I broke down that DS eleven, I know it I know it blew some of y'all minds. I ain't about to stay in here all all, all night. Now, I will say this. This 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 station costs money, so donations are are accepted and appreciated. There you go. One of the things I talked about about the seminar is how to set up your unincorporated association, nonprofit church association, um, and connected it to all your business. I, I talked about what one of the biggest topic was. Um. Pass-through taxation. What entities was best for pass-through taxation? Talked about briefly the student loans. Almost forgot somebody. <laughs> somebody said, hey, you ain't talking about student loans. I had to run through that real quick. All right, y'all. Well, with that being said, I'm going to leave y'all with my public service announcement. announcement um. Well, not a public, it's the... Uh, Let the people know how protected this broadcast is. And there you go. All right. Uh, The cyber minister said you got to get me about the unincorporated thing off here. No problem. All right, well, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all. I hope everybody's family uh, remains well. Hope you remain well and continue to get all that you desire. Peace. Empower and creator of all things great and small. Furthermore, Notice, this broadcast is protected by the supreme power and creator of all things great and small. Furthermore, this broadcast is also protected pursuant to the First Amendment of the United States of America Constitution, 1789, Revised 1992. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances joshua 1 8 keep this book of the law always on your lips meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful